also uh, from the world of tech, it's Tech Talk, where we talk about tech. Huh? <laughs> that is some I feel great, like I'm at a rave. That is some great Tech Talk music. AI girlfriends are a privacy nightmare. Romantic chatbots collect huge amounts of data, provide vague information on how they use it, use weak password protections, and are not transparent. New research from Mozilla shows. Those are the folks that brought us fire. You have a fake computer girlfriend, whatever. Enjoy your wow. life. Listen to the disdain in his voice, folks. I'm here to show compassion and kindness toward the downtrodden. Jack would just step on him. You shouldn't trust me, any answers a chatbot sends you. You yes? tell me. You got two you got two friends. One's a meth addict and one's got an AI girlfriend. Which yeah. which one do you have more respect for? First of all, it's I need better they love friends. Each other. It's simple they love each other, exactly. <laughs> which one do I have more respect right. for? I'd hang Stop out with a meth addict more than the one that has the AI girlfriend. I'm not answering that question. The AI girlfriend guy's probably not gonna steal my golf club. True. An analysis of 11 so-called romance and companion chat bots published Wednesday found a litany of security and privacy concerns with the bots. Collectively, the apps, which have been downloaded more than 100 million times on Android devices alone, gather huge amounts of people's data, use trackers that send information to Google, Facebook, and companies in Russia and China, allow users to use weak passwords and lack transparency about their owner and the AI models. In other words, they are exploiting the behazers out of the lonely and pathetic. I actually think this is a decent question. I would like to put it to people. You got two friends, one's a meth addict, one's in love with an AI chat bot. Which one are you more worried about? That's some weird weirdness, man. That's some new weirdness. Maybe it's going to become common. Maybe it's going to be normalized and like, you know, a chunkier friends have relationships with uh, AI bots. All right, color, color it in for me. The the uh, in love with the AI chatbot guy. How into it is he? How down the road is he? He uses the L word. Oh, devastating. <laughs> yeah, I was not prepared for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you would have to sit there at dinner as he mentioned being in love with Linda or whatever her name is. Um, wow, I would be a lot more confident in how to approach it with the meth head, the tweaker. Right. The tweaker, again, I would guard my golf clubs um, and my valuables, but I would know what to say to them. You you, you love Jenny, your computer chatbot? Lisa! Lisa! Oh, God, I love you, Lisa. (laughs) Okay, Lisa, then. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to have her... uh, her profile implanted in uh, a ten thousand dollar Japanese uh, love doll, um, and and we're gonna move in together. She and I are going to Hawaii this year. Oh, you're Lord. you're you're what now? It's getting worse and worse. Yep, give me the tweaker. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and then finally, this I thought this was uh, interesting from the journal. Beware the top Google search result; it might be wrong. How to spot AI generated content? Bogus featured text snippets and misleading ads. Oh, wait a second. So is Google using their own new AI that will sometime give me hallucinations? I've never gotten mm-hmm. wrong Google results in the past. I don't think, and not made up ones. Yeah, this uh, this writer writes, um, 
Uh, wait a second. It, it, uh, reformat. There we go. Have you noticed lately that some of your Google searches have steered you wrong? There's a reason for that. Spammers are using AI tools to create an ocean of content, and Google's algorithms are ranking some of those robot-generated pages ahead of the information you actually need. Well, that's going to ruin their business model, isn't it? It's going to ruin the Internet. This adds an, as if it's not already, you know, Satan's own playground. But if I this search an, for a yeah. bike store near me and it gives me Joe's Bikes on 3rd and Main, where we do this, we fix bikes, we sell that, but it doesn't exist. Yes, that would be a pisser, wouldn't it? Hmm? What if my buddy who's in love with Lisa the chatbot is also a tweaker? He, like, does meth so he can stay up all night talking to her. Then we got a problem. Maybe I can take your imaginary girlfriend to the imaginary bike shop. <laughs> this adds a new layer onto tricks that spoil your searches, including misleading targeted ads. We already deal with that. Low-quality websites uh, built to appear atop the results. Uh, at best, this clickbait is annoying. At worst, it can lead you to scams intended to get your credit card number and other personal information. Here's a, a for instance she, she cooked up. When I wanted to switch the Google account I used for Gmail, I searched how to change default Google account. The top result with the large highlighted text led to an article posted to LinkedIn. The author was Morgan Mitchell, content manager at Adobe. Adobe. Mitchell has bylined 150 articles, all of them written in search-friendly Q&A formats. Lots of those articles include customer service phone numbers, the go-to solution for mo more complex problems, and for less tax-savvy users. The trouble is, Mitchell doesn't exist. I would have the totally, phone number and, I would have mm -hmm. totally fallen for that. Yeah, a lot of people would have. And the number in the article didn't belong to Google or Adobe. Likely Mitchell is just some figment of some AI's imagination, and the number is a way to con unsuspecting users. Dang it, that's troubling. Yeah, it is. Holy cats. I would think Google. So you've almost got to do a Google search of your Google searches. Which of these searches are fake? <laughs> or which of these results are fake, I should say. Go on Yahoo and ask which of these Google searches are fake. Um, I, God, I would think Google would want to get that, because that will ruin their business model. That wouldn't need to happen to me many times, like more than once, uh, where I'd be, okay, well, I can't do that anymore. I'm off to Bing. Let's Bing it, right? This has been Tech Talk. Tech Talk, where we talk about tech. This seems like the music from a, like, early 90s human resources film you had to watch. It does. It really does. What the hell was that? You're frightening What's me. What's going now. on? I'm frightened. This singer. is frightening me. Wow. Okay, we're done here. Armstrong and Getty. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.